Hey, Grace. Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back to the best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best. I'm David. And I'm Grace, and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as the best times. To all our first-time listeners, welcome. And to all of our former besties returning, welcome back. Whenever we change the inflection, I forget what we say every week. Well, you know what? I think we're, we're up-glide people. We're very like, hi, you know, like we mm-hmm. go up. We go this up. This was non. We were just like... Hello. When they go Welcome down, we go up. Back. When they go low, we go high. And amen. It's fun to mix up the intro. It's fun. We still have not. Uh, we've. Oh, excuse. I keep burping, you guys. I just and I just had some pirates booty, one of my favorite snacks. If anyone is in contact with the company, I'd love to be sponsored oh, by sure, them because sure, 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 I sure. love pirates booty. Um. So I'm. I just. I burped. I belched. That's fine. Okay. Thank you. Where do we go from there? (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. How was your week? (laughs) How was my week? It's good. We are finally done the moving process. We gave our our old keys in, which couldn't come soon enough because, you know, it it was great that we had some time to slowly move. Mm -hmm. At the same time, when you're getting towards the end of that, you you almost get a bit lazy. You're like, eh, but we have the place for another couple of days. We'll just wait and move that. Yeah. Then you just get really tired of making trips and you wish it was done in a day. That's fair. So we're very, very glad to be done with that. Oh, Easter. It was Easter on Sunday. Did the bunny come? The the bunny came. My mom did tell me. She was like, I got you some Easter candy, but she tried to send me something in the mail not long ago and it like took forever. She paid. Listen- Mm -hmm. The postal service, you guys. Is it necessary? It's very necessary. It's very necessary. <laughs> we need it. We need it so much. She paid extra for it to get here on a certain day, and it didn't. And when I say she was upset, was she upset? my mom doesn't get upset easily. She was very upset. Oh, <laughs> so she did not. She was like, I can oh. wait. Because <laughs> she is coming out here at the end of the month <clears throat> for my wedding dress fitting. Oh. And she's just going to bring it with her. Mm-hmm. I did a little like um, ballerina hands up. Like a halo. Mm-hmm. Like a halo. Thanks. Yeah. Halo. Um, I think that's happy Easter to everyone. Happy Easter. How was First, your week? Did the guys, bunny come? <laughs> you guys, I did some time. Oh, and- wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Okay. I'm I, sorry. I asked David that not remembering what happened to David this week? Not even just this week, but one day. One day week. was. It was. It, it start. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take us back. Let them know what happened. It was a, quite the day. So first of all, we're so excited for this week's guest. We cannot wait. We chatted with Jason Marsden. I mean, like, what wasn't he in? Hocus Pocus, a Goofy movie, Full House, Boy Meets World, Step by Step. The list goes on and on. We were so excited. Little did we know. Oh, dear God. David almost fainted in the middle of the interview. Because <laughs> there's we, one- We are dramatic a lot, but we're really not. Be- this really did happen. There's one point of the interview where I just like felt lightheaded. 
And I thought, oh, I hope they can't tell. I like muted my mic because I was like, okay, if I go down at least, then it won't be on the record. Oh my God. That's so, I said to David, after he told me this, I said, you and I are so the type to just still do something, even if we're in pain or like, we just won't let anyone know that it's going on. But I mean, I we, we had waited so long for this interview too. I was not going to not do it. Yeah. We were so excited to talk with Mars. I'm going to call him Mars. Mars. That's where he goes by. Um, but I told David, and I, I thought about it afterwards. There, I swear there was one point in the interview, because of course we're on Zoom, that he was staring at like the top, well, in my view, the top right-hand corner of the screen. And I thought he was maybe like reading a message that came through, but he had a glazed look over his face and I didn't know what was going on. And turns out, my God, he was fainting. <laughs> so then after, you know, everything was fine. I then, you know, I went and watched Grey's Anatomy, which my God, what a season. Um, and oh then I'm my on God. couch and all of a sudden my heart just starts pounding like no other. I grab <sighs> my little finger thing that I had when I had COVID and it says that my heartbeat was 153 beats per minute, which apparently is high. I didn't know that. I need to get better at that because God forbid, you know? Apparently over 100 beats per minute whenever you're just sitting watching TV is high. Who knew? I would not know. Well, I got a physical not long ago and I was very curious, like, oh, is that good? Is that bad? Because I don't know what any of it means, what the numbers mean. So I decide, you know, I've never gone to an urgent care. Well, maybe I went once. I think I mm. went once back in college, uh, but I went to urgent care. Turns out, Guys, I just was super dehydrated. I don't remember where the heck I was coming from, but my phone rang and David called me and I answered it. And I forget what I even said. I was, of course, blabbing about something else. And he was, he just goes, I'm on my way to urgent care. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, what happened? I was so nervous. Of course, I told him, why didn't you call me to drive you? But bless his heart, doesn't want to inconvenience anyone. My blood you know. pressure was through the roof when I got there. Oh, and remember the parking. Oh, I go to pull into the parking garage. I don't know why I'm saying every word today. I go to pull into the parking garage and it's cash only. So they made me turn around because I told them that I didn't have cash. And then I had to go find street parking. This is urgent care. If you need urgent care, you shouldn't have to worry if you have cash or not. We're writing a letter. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so... Uh, Mm -hmm. I have not edited this uh, interview yet, so I don't know <laughs> if you're going to be able to tell when it happened. So that'll be something fun for us all to look out for. I know. I, I almost wish people had the visual that I did because I, I now know I saw it. <laughs> I definitely did. And you know you he were saw it. So somewhere else. <laughs> Mars, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You know, we actually, David and I were really paranoid after the interview because we were worried that it was, it was like a little bit shorter than normal and <clears throat> we were all worried about it. And then turns out David was having heart palpitations Thank or something God, was going on. Thank God it didn't go on. any longer. I know. So Mars, we're so sorry if, he, he probably didn't notice anything. We no. are our own worst critics. Oh my but God. We, Every, there's been several interviews where like, Right after it, Grace and I are like, oh my God, we messed this up. We didn't do something right. And then we yeah. edit it and we're like, oh, it was fine. It sounds fine. It's all in our head, but, um, but David's okay. You know, we called our moms. <sighs> Hold on. And then that night. 
Oh dear Lord. No, it gets worse. Oh my God. So I go, I get some electrolytes. I get the Gatorade um, and just some, a lot of water, just, just chugging so much. Then I was like, okay, I'm feeling better. I'm going to go for a nice nighttime walk and take some tea with me. Oh God. There was, I, I put the lid on my tea and the water was very hot and I went to like go see if it had cooled down enough and the the lid was either faulty or I hadn't put it on right and it came rushing out and just burned my lips to the point where they blistered. You guys, this all happened in one day. And to make this worse, the cup that he was using with the faulty lid is a, I don't know if someone wrote it themselves, engraved bridesman little what are they called? Tumblers? Tumblr, yeah. Tumblr that I got for David to ask him to be in my bridal party. And when I say that I feel at fault, I feel at fault. It was like, you know, it, it's good that it works because it really keeps the liquid warm. Really kept it really hot. Kept it really hot. So but that hot. lid, that lid. So then I made, so then Grace sat on FaceTime with me while I iced my lip all night. Oh my God. Cause I was sitting on the couch and you FaceTimed me. Mm-hmm. No, no, you called No, me. I called. You called. And I think I answered, I was like, are you hydrated? Like something. And then you were like something, <laughs> it's gotten worse. It's like, this is my not my day. My lips are blistering. <laughs> it looked like, like I, what is happening? It looked, should we post a picture? It looked like I got lip filler. People, you know what? If, I mean, you, if, you, guys want free, if you guys want free lip filler, just go pour boiling water on your lips. Kids don't really do that. Just right, right on your lips. Yeah. And I, when David faced, they were very red. They mm-hmm. were very red, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very red. There was some blistering. They <laughs> blistered so quick. It. I had to go to CVS and get um, uh, neosporin. I got neosporin for burn for burn relief <laughs> and rubbed it all over my <laughs> on lips. your lips. And then whenever I rubbed that on, then it made them glossy. So then they were just big, red, and glossy. It looked just the way we like them. They looked great. They, they, they truly never looked better. My God. But the whole, the moral of the story is we had a great interview with Mars. We had such a great interview. And I think that your body held on because it knew knew we had to get through this interview. It was important to us. And by golly, we did it. We did it. Seriously, you guys, he has been in so many things. He is the voice of Thackeray, the cat from Hocus Pocus, which... You guys know how Hello, we feel about that movie. Thanks. What a big, what a couple weeks we had. Someone from it's basically October here. Halloween and it's basically yeah. Halloween at BTTV because we had Emily Rusky uh, from Halloween Town two weeks ago. Was that already two weeks? Wow! And then yeah. Jason Marsden from Hocus Pocus and one of our favorites as well, a Goofy movie, and then literally every TGIF sitcom. Oh my gosh, on everyone! And you guys, we did not plan this at all. You can ask Mars. We didn't plan it. Well, okay. So yesterday, because this episode goes up on a Thursday, Mm -hmm. was the 26th anniversary of a Goofy movie. And I mean, hello. Jason is the voice of Max Goof in a Goofy movie. It's what celebrated 26 years of a Goofy movie. So I saw... um, Bill Farmer, who is the voice of Goofy, he posted that they were doing a bunch of like uh, live stream Q and A's this week oh, because nice. of a Goofy movie. So we're just, I we're gonna take that little p- 
piece of luck that we're going to upload this episode on the same week that a Goofy movie is celebrating an anniversary. Yeah. It was such a fun episode. We can't wait for you guys to hear it. Should we just get into it? Let's get into it. Let's do it. Here he is, Jason Marsden. David and Grace. How's it going? How y'all doing? Good. We're good. I'm going to apologize for the fact that I'm very dark. We just moved and... I don't have a, I don't know where anything is. I don't know where room. the lights are. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find things, you know, it, we're just, we're still settling in. It's all good. It's not, is this a video uh, podcast? Or just it's audio? just an audio podcast. It's just audio. Right. I just, you guys are lit so perfectly. <laughs> I was just I doing an audition anyway, and I have, and I usually have a, a, a light and a, in a background anyway. Usually I have something more fun than this, but <laughs> yeah. I, I figured this is, this is audio. So. Uh, Do you change I mean, it out for di- for like different auditions? Do you have different backgrounds? No, for auditions, they just want it white. They want it nothing, just nothing. blank. Because, you know, directors have no imagination whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have no distractions. <laughs> you see, it went viral. This poor kid, he was doing an audition and yeah. uh, the director was on Zoom. Being like, oh, I don't know. Look at that drabby apartment there. I can't, you know. And the kid's like, yeah, please hire me so I, I can get out of this apartment. Oh, like, you asshole. You know, honestly. You? I mean, like, the, the, the poor kid is acting his ass off and you're focused on his apartment. Yeah. Gosh. I know that was horrible. I love that there's so many people got behind him though. And they were, someone commented, I think it was like Emmy Rossum and she recognized the director's voice and she mm-hmm. had a bad experience with him too. Good. I love it. There's too <laughs> Call much, them out. There's so much pretension in my industry. I mean, there always has been, but I've, I've, I've never subscribed to that. Or I try, I try not to anyway. I don't know. I might yeah. be this. Who knows? No one's told me, <laughs> but, uh, but I just, I feel bad for actors, for, especially for young actors these days that really are hungry for it. And they're like, well, you got to go buy this equipment and you got to go do this and you got to subscribe to this. And then you got to, you know, add this subscription here. And, uh, and it's like these poor kids are, you know, they're barely making ends meet probably. And then having to provide all this, yeah. like where, where does the acting come out? Is anyone focusing on the performance at all? You know, seriously. Right. I know the fact that the director was focusing on what was behind him. It's like, that yeah. doesn't matter. You're not casting his TV yeah. and yeah. looking a, at him. And it's like, we're on a pandemic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Be forgiving. Gosh. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. We had the best time going through and honestly know a tough time trying to choose what to ask you about because you have Ooh. done so much amazing stuff. Like literally, we were Bring going it on. Like, we got to do this. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> we promise not to take up your entire day though. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. I love it. <laughs> so take us back. You obviously started acting at a super young age. Was this always something that you wanted to do? I mean, it, as a kid, I was, I was, you know, I watched a lot of TV and I was always enamored by what I watched on TV. And I, definitely wanted to do that. I, you know, the idea was in my mind, I used to watch the show called, uh, you can't do that on television. You, know, you ever hear about that one? Uh-uh. Heard so, of oh, it. you guys, oh yeah, I'm, I'm so old. <laughs> no. A couple of cubs here. Well, in my day when Nickelodeon first started, when first started, they had a handful of shows. There's a show from Canada called You Can't Do That on Television. And it was a variety show. And it was a little bit like laughing. It was a little bit like Monty Python. And uh, it was all like sketches featuring all these kids and, uh, and they were fun and they were funny. And that's where actually the slime comes from on Nickelodeon. When every time in the uh-huh. show, every time one of the actors said, I don't know, they would get slimed. 
or if they said water, they'd get water dumped on their heads. And, uh, and I'm like, that looks, I want to do that. I want to do a show like that and say, I don't know, and get green slime on me. That sounds like fun. Oh, but I have to talk like this. I have to say a boot and sorry. I mean, that's how kids talk. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they were from Canada. Uh, so it, 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 it's, uh, it, was, it was an idea. I mean, I was only 10, you know, when we moved to California, 10 or 11. And, uh, and the idea was presented to my parents as, as something that they should try, get me, get their son into acting. And uh, I just went along with it. I was like, sure, sounds like a great idea. Well, that worked. <laughs> well, thank- yeah. I was going to say, thank God it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. Yeah. Well, we are both such huge fans of Hocus Pocus. So we're, uh, we're going to start there. All right, <laughs> do it. What was, just tell us anything. Tell, what was the experience like working on such an iconic movie? Tell me, tell us anything. Oh, well, we you know, get I had in a your problem brain. with uh, the editing. No, I am. Um, uh, well, what do you want to know specifically? Well, let's yeah. start off. How was the audition for it? The audition was, uh, it, it was rather simple. Uh, you know, I, I it's funny because I, I I read well for, I did read I read for Max Dennison that that Omri Katz ended up booking, um, which which I heard actually was offered to uh, some unknown named Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, uh, never lately. heard of him. Like, really a yeah. no name. Yeah, no idea who but, that is. But I, I had read I had read for Max. Didn't didn't book it, which is fine. And um and then I was working. I think I was Boy Meets World. I was working on the Disney lot. And they were shooting Hocus Pocus next door. And I knew Omri from a show we did together uh, in the early 90s called Erie, Indiana. So I would go over and visit him. I knew Vanessa Shaw because we had mutual friends. Mm. So I, I, I was on the set, like hanging out, watching them film. And then after the film, like principal photography was done, after most of it was animated and cut together, that's when uh, I auditioned for it. And I, I think I, I went to my agency read for it there in their studio. And then, then I got a call back and I read for Kenny Ortega. And then uh, the next thing I know is in the back in the studio, back on the lot again. Uh, yeah. Uh, where, where did it film? It filmed, well, they filmed a little bit in Salem. They did a little bit. They on did. Location, okay. But most of it was uh, on the Disney studio lot. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That the, the witch set the, the, the exterior and the interior of the house. Mm-hmm. I was there uh, on that set. And it, I mean, I mean, leaves, trees everywhere. I mean, it, it looked amazing. Uh, ah. The scene where Sarah, although it wasn't her, I think it was the double, when Sarah is running towards the, the house after kidnapping Emily. Yeah. And uh, um, her cape kind of flows across the camera. Like I was on set for that, just completely blown away. But, you know, ah. movie mad. I'm always, I've yeah. always been fascinated uh, about my industry in that respect. Yeah. yeah. Cause we, we love just also looking up locations. So mm-hmm. of course you can go to, you can go to Max's house. Yes. Cause that's a real one, but oh, I just want to go to, I really want to go to the actual <laughs> sets and you can't. It's so There's a whole upsetting. tour, I think. Isn't there a tour in, in Salem? <gasps> I think so. Yeah. Oh, we have to go on it. They have, they have, they've definitely cashed in on that for sure. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Especially cause <laughs> I feel like, oh, go ahead. Where are you guys located? Uh, I'm in Studio City and she's in North Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, LA people. Yeah, yeah LA. we're those LA people. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I live in Nashville now, but I used to li- I used oh, to live cool. in studio. When I, when I first when I started to get busier in acting, when I first moved to California, we lived in Anaheim, and then when I got busier, I we moved to Studio City, an apartment on a Kama Avenue, Kama Street. Yeah. Oh, nice. Right yeah. near <laughs> CBS Studios, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, right down the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you ever go to a, a, 
uh, oh, which I'm going to forget it now. Um, that that coffee cafe, that coffee house on uh, uh, Aroma. Aroma, yes. Yep. <laughs> Aroma. <laughs> Aroma. Aroma. Right Aroma. It's so good. My friend Jay Demopoulos goes there all the time. He's a writer. Right? He's he worked on a lot of Nickelodeon stuff, but I always bump into him over there. You always see somebody. I was going to say it's, it's yeah, it's definitely crowded. a spot to see people. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Wait, so you, so when you were on set seeing that, you weren't cast yet. I was not. No, that's so crazy. No, so then, Sean was initially hired to play Human Thackeray and do the voice. And then, you know, as, you know, things change all the time when you make movies, I mean, look at the Snyder cut, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. thing, things change uh, even well after the fact. And uh, and someone decided they wanted Binks to have a different voice. So they did a casting and then I, I booked it. That's awesome. Oh. Yeah. Were you surprised at, because when Hocus Pocus first came out, it was not as popular <laughs> as it is now. No, Were you it was surprised a Halloween movie see? that came out in July of 94, yeah. 95. And a lot of people like, didn't like it at first. Did they not? I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I never heard any backlash or maybe not to my face anyway. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, I think like box office maybe, but I remember at first and we were reading about it too, I yeah. think back in Halloween. Yeah. And I think people were kind of like, what is this? Cause it's very unique. Yeah. Were you surprised to see how beloved it is, especially today? Of course. I'm, I'm astounded. You know, as an actor, you, you work, you're, you're like, you know, we're not contract players. We're, we're, we're grunts for hire. You know, we're, we're like plumbers. We come, you, you show up at someone's house, you fix the problem and then you leave. You have no idea the impact that you're going to make. You have no idea what, what, what the entity is going to turn into after the fact. And, and uh, never my many years would I have guessed that it, it was, it's turned into like necessary viewing for people on oh, in yeah. October or oh, every throughout the year, yeah. some, some people, you know, cause Halloween is so, is so ingrained in our, in our culture. Mm -hmm. Especially oh, now, it, now that it's just sitting there on Disney plus ready to watch anytime. <laughs> yes, it's, <laughs> it's Halloween every day <laughs> on Disney plus. <laughs> so, so since they had filmed the movie before you started, then was it just kind of you and your own room? recording the lines for Thackeray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was in, uh, I was at the, uh, the big, the main sound ADR stage on Disney, on the Disney lot, same place where I did a goofy movie and uh, where they do most of the recordings. Um, it was just me and Kenny for a few sessions. And then, and, and I, I, I'm ashamed. I cannot remember the name of the animation director who was in charge of, uh, of Banks. Uh, but it was, it was me and him because he was, that was the first time they had uh, used that CG technology to, hmm to lip sync over a real animal and, and fuse it like that. And uh, um, he was very, I remember him being very meticulous to the, to the lip flap. There were, there were takes, I'm like, oh, I nailed that. He's like, no, the syllable was like a half a frame off over here. Uh, oh my God. So it was, yeah, when I came on, Binks was already like about 80% animated already. So wow. they, uh, yeah, I had to, I had to kind of, and they had animated Deshaun's performance. So I had to go with that, those rhythms um, instead of my own. So that was the, that was the tricky part. Oh, I bet that was hard. Oh my was God. Was oh, it, sorry, is it different then for like, let's say like Max Goof where you're kind of not having to match specifically what is already done? Yeah, it's very different. You know, Max was, it, it was just me and Bill, Bill Farmer, voice of Goofy, my dad, uh, <laughs> just, the two of us in a, in a, in a, in the same studio, uh, working off each other and playing and, and taking our time, but when you have when you're doing ADR, I mean, you're stuck. You're stuck with what's yeah. on screen, and I had to fit my performance 
into what was there. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it meant truncating a moment uh, in order just to, to fit it in. But, you know, yeah. like, wow. that's why they hire us, man. We, we <laughs> yeah. were able to adapt, you know? <laughs> Well, how, so how did you find that specific voice for Max Goof? So like when you go into a voiceover audition, like do you come in with your own idea of what it might sound like or do they suggest what they, or is it kind of a collaboration in that way? It's it's definitely a collaboration. I mean, I always look towards, you know what, I mean, especially when you're, when you're auditioning, you want to please them. You want to please the producer. It's like, how can I help you realize this mm. character? Here's my idea of it. What do you think? No, yes. Okay, let's go from there. I knew, I mean, I knew about, uh, uh, I, I knew about Goof Troop. I knew about Goofy and Max. Um, so I knew who Max was. They, they, it was explained to me that Max in, in this iteration was a little bit older. So um, um, instead of like uh, Dana Hill, uh, you know, uh, uh, the amazing late great Dana Hill. Oh, hi puppy. <laughs> oh, Cora. That's Cora. <laughs> she loves dog. the podcast. There's a little puppy in the background, and I'm all distracted. And look, I'm hi. so sorry. She often she she'll often, the attention. Yeah, she loves it. Whenever we're doing anything, she'll either bark a few times. She loves the podcast, or maybe it's you, Jason. Maybe she yeah. knows that you're here. I think it's you. She's a Swedish. How old is she? She's three. She's three. Oh my gosh. I guess sorry, I got distracted. Hi, puppy. Oh, hi. hi. Can you say hi. Camera shy. She doesn't want to look right in the camera. Maybe I said something wrong in her language. She's so offended. <laughs> She's like, how dare he? Who is there, that man? There was one Marking interview. Look at that. She, she usually barks for at least a quarter of the interview. So. <laughs> She's like very into it. She wants she'll, to be heard. She'll make her appearance soon, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, forgive me. I was distracted by cute puppy. What was I That's talking okay. about? Uh, how you found the voice for Max. How I found the voice for Max. So... Uh, I, I, uh, they told me that Max was a little bit older, about 13, 14 years old. Um, so I knew to use my own voice. My voice sounds kind of youthful anyway. That's, that's my, that's my niche. And, uh, and then I knew, you know, 13, 14, Max is probably going through puberty. So there'll be a little, maybe a little voice crack here and there. And, uh, and I just kind of threw that in there and, and, uh, and that's how Max sort of evolved. <gasps> oh, does, it Max is so your, cool. does it ever hurt your throat or your voice after doing take after take of anything like that no max is it's my natural placement so uh yeah you know uh, it's different than doing video games where you're yelling everything and everything is either <laughs> yeah. in the throat or in the diaphragm you, you try to keep in the diaphragm that's the little trick of the trade you want to yell from from in the chest not so much in the throat um but no it's all uh, i that Maybe maybe emotionally exhausted, depending on on the scene, but it's never been vocally stressful for me. Nice. Yeah. Were you a big Disney fan growing up? Oh my gosh! Yeah. When we moved to California, again we moved to Anaheim. We were just like twenty minute drive from Disneyland. Uh, the, my friends that I had made, who lived across the street, um, their dad worked at Disneyland, so they they were like, "Hey, do you want to take a day off of school one day and come with us to?" To Disneyland, I asked my parents. They said yes, and uh, and I was hooked. I was hooked. Uh. It was so much fun, and I had. I mean, I still. I'm looking at my around my living room right now. I have stuff that I still have had since I was that age. So, uh, you know, getting cast playing Goofy's son. I mean, like yeah. how, how much closer to can you get? That's to, huge. You know, the, the major, oh, the major huge. three, the fantastic trio. You know, Mickey, Donald, Goofy. You know, being Goofy's son, I guess Mickey and Donald are technically like my my uncles. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're literally in the family. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're also a huge fan of some of the sitcoms that you were on. 
Right on. How was it? We yeah. love Full House. Yes. What was that experience like? Oh man, Full House was so much fun. I had uh, I, I'd, I'd known Candace since we were kids. Oh really? Um, and uh, uh, you know they were also shooting on the same lot as a uh, Step by Step. So I mean I, I on the Warner Brothers lot. So I would see everyone all the time, and I knew the 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 producers. And um, man, I can't remember if I auditioned for that or they just gave it to me. I think they gave it to me, which is rare and, and lovely, but they welcomed me like I was there since day one. I mean, they were so cool. Uh-huh. And Bob Saget like made a point to invite me anytime they went to dinner or went off a lot somewhere, he made a point to include me, which he did not have to do. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and it was, it was fun. The first, the first, one of the perks is like, you know, mo- sitcoms are mostly like on a studio lot, but the first episode I did, we went on location to San Francisco. So that wow. was a treat because, uh, uh, like my acting coach is, says, it's like, you know, getting, in, you know, going on a trip with a rich uncle, you know, you're going on someone yeah. else's dime <laughs> and uh, going to San Francisco, which I loved and, um, and, and being off of a, you know, a, a studio lot for change was, was lovely, but it was, it was a great experience. I really enjoyed it. We both were tour guides at Warner Brothers and loved going by <laughs> showing people because whenever Dang they started it. Fuller House, they built like a replica of the Full House house. Sweet really? And everybody yeah. would get out, it's take still, pictures. It's still there. Yeah. It's still really? there. They, they took oh down like, it was a building from ER. They basically just- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. very cool. Yeah. How I was really, I was really hoping for you to make an appearance in Fuller House. Ugh. Well, they it wasn't for lack of trying. They tried. Oh, did they? Oh, did oh, they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They tried, and uh, I, I just, uh, I had, I got invited to Dragon Con. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Which, if you don't know, what Dragon Con say, is, tell us about big, that. It's a big friggin' party in uh, in Atlanta. It's a big pop culture convention, and the uh, an invite is not easy to attain for someone oh. um, like myself. So when I got the invitation, I'm like, oh my gosh, I really want to go, and and then. Fuller House happened and I'm like, my gosh, I'd like to do this. Uh, but I live in Nashville. So I, I would have mm-hmm. had to have gone gone to LA and I would have missed a couple of days of Dragon Con. And I, I don't know if I was in, it wasn't sure if I had to like, get myself there or not. It, ultimately, like it was like, look, I'm, I'm in my forties. <laughs> I'm looking for something easy. It's, it's a much easier just to drive three hours, you know, mm. to Atlanta. And uh, and have everything in my car, then having to fly to LA, fly back. So uh, I ended up. My my buddy Alex uh, came out to uh, Nashville with me. We drove up. We had a great time. I met met my girlfriend there. I mean, it was it oh, was, nice. It was, oh, then well, thank then God this all happened. Clearly meant to be. It was clearly meant to be. And you know what? And Hal Sparks deserves a little uh, recognition. He <laughs> he uh, he needed the work. I'm sure. <laughs> there you so, go. There you go. Dragon Con needed to come first. It all it, it just comes first. Okay. I'm telling you. Have you guys ever been? <laughs> no. I'm not. Do you do do you like the do you like the pop culture conventions? You go down to like I've San Diego done Comic-Con? I've done the San Diego mm-hmm. one through work a couple times. It's so crazy. Uh, you, I mean, it, Dragon Con is like is like San Diego Comic Con, but a lot less pretentious. Okay. Like, it's mm-hmm. all about the party. It's all about the party. It's about the cosplay. It's about the the fun that's in in it's concentrated in in downtown Atlanta, just like in San Diego, and it's a, it's a blast. It's yeah. a blast. I, I love it. You guys should definitely check it out. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, there she is. He was like, "I'm going right now." No, wait. We don't know if it's going to happen or not. 
<laughs> she's already there. She's she's booked a flight. She's going. She's got her cosplay on. She's ready. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're <laughs> so then we are also huge fans of Boy Meets World. Yay. And I have to ask, uh, so your name in the show is your name. Yeah. Yes. How did Jason that Jason Marsden playing Jason Marsden. <laughs> was that like a huge honor? It was. It, uh, uh, that role was definitely, that role was written for me uh, by the producers. I worked with Michael Jacobs on another show called Almost Home. And um, uh, they were aware of me. I actually read, I read for Eric that, uh, that, that <gasps> Will Friedle, uh much deservedly booked. And uh, and they wanted a friend for him, so they 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 wanted me to do it. I wasn't available at first, um, but uh, then uh, it, it just sort of happened. I came in very last last minute. I'm like usually, you know, you start on a Monday, you do the audience taping by like Friday. I came in on Friday. I came in early in the morning, go over my blocking, worked with Will. We hit it off like instantly, and uh, and then they brought me back for a number of episodes. And when Mr. Feeney has to refer to me and Mr. Feeney only refers to the students by their last names. The One of the writers asked if they could say Marsden, they think it would be kind of funny. I was like, I think that'd be kind of funny. So he calls me Mr. Marsden. Oh God, I cannot <laughs> believe you know Mr. Feeney. I write, <laughs> that is so great. Knight Rider, kit, kit the car to me, Knight Rider. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. God, I'm so jealous. The fact that he is... <laughs> what 94 now and still doing like conventions and everything yeah. Don't I understand yeah yeah I love it I love it well he's always going to be Mr. Feeney and I love that he yes, owns he that <laughs> yes he is indeed so then what was it like being on step by step thing because that was the longest sitcom you were a part of right yes uh yeah because if you look really if you look at my career under a microscope you'll notice every show that I joined seems to get canceled except uh <laughs> except uh, I think Boy Meets World cut got me out of there quick Step by step, uh, <laughs> um, that again, like they welcomed me, like I was part, already part of the cast. I mean, I came in on season five, and um, uh, they were wonderful, wonderful to me. Uh, they took me to Disney World with them. I did the Disney World uh, trip, and oh. that was a blast. Um, and uh, I learned a lot during that whole situation, and uh, I'm very grateful for for that. That whole yeah. scenario there, yeah. That's we, so awesome. We had um, Lynn Paolo, who was the costume designer from Step by Step on, and yes. she made it sound like it was just the best environment. She had such positive things to say about it. Everyone was so, like, it really spoiled me, uh, that show. Because um, afterwards, when I when I would work on other shows after that, like, it just wasn't the same. Like, I remember I worked on, I did a thing on Will and Grace, and... Uh, and I did I personally, I just didn't enjoy that experience it's coming right off of step-by-step step where everyone is nurturing and wonderful and, and let you try things like Will and Grace was very like, like, like no one said hello to me in the morning. It, it was, it was, it was all business mm -hmm. and I didn't feel comfortable. And I, and, and, uh, I was like, like, why, I, you know, I, I, I the, that dynamic was just a little bit different. And I, and I was very confused by that. Um, again, it's like, why, uh, why? I mean, what are we doing? Are we curing cancer? Yeah. No, we're right. telling jokes, you know, trying to, yeah. um, and I don't think step-by-step step took itself that seriously, or maybe the fact that step-by-step step had been on that long by the time I joined, but everyone was, uh, it was, it was a, a true love fest. We had, yeah. remember Patrick Duffy, um, he, he's a big wine connoisseur. Oh and yeah. He and Suzanne catered a lunch for us, uh, in the middle of the week. 
It was like a, it was like a Christmas gift. And, and Patrick brought in like some like really fine wine. And this is like middle of the week during rehearsal <laughs> lunchtime. And we all got tanked <laughs> and I hadn't, I didn't really drink that much uh, at the time. So it didn't take a lot for me to get hammered. And I remember Christine like had to do an errand off, off the line. I'm like, can I go with you? Like I needed, I just need some sort of distraction. Just get away. I yeah. need some air. I need to get and out of here. Back and we did the run through and we were all just, you know, doing our best. And we sat down for notes afterwards. And the producers were like, well, at least we know Jason overacts when he's drunk. Oh no. <laughs> trying to overcompensate for, uh, for, you know, trying to hide the fact that I was, loaded but it was yeah scary. oh my god scary. yeah because then you're hilarious. like i have to do my job but this yeah. just happened and there's so much going on in your mind <laughs> yes but it was i mean no one got in trouble it was so it was so much fun i miss i miss that environment tremendously yeah. oh now since you've obviously kind of done everything movie voiceover <laughs> tv show do you have a favorite type of thing to work on no man i just like to act i mean like uh it, it, it's it's definitely different you know like voiceover i can show up in my pjs if i want that's true um, uh tv you know you're there and you're working with you know people and you have to move around wear costumes maybe you know makeup or travel to exotic places it when it comes down to it it's, it's just i just love to perform you know yeah. i'll perform mm. in any medium do you have a favorite project that you've worked on so far man it's like picking your favorite child i can't pick I just yeah one. luckily i only have such one great child, stuff. that's easy to me <laughs> um, but there's so many different you know, like, uh, you know, I loved working on Boy Meets World because I loved it really solidified a friendship with me and Will that we still have to this day. Um, there's a cartoon I worked on called Transformers Rescue Bots. And I love I loved working on that show because, A, I was a big Transformers nut as a kid. And uh, not that I not that I didn't get along with everyone I worked with, but on this particular show, like we everyone got along so hard, like the cast, the the crew. We mm -hmm. share a text thread to this day. I think I just I just looked at my phone. We and I got a message from that that thread. We went oh, to I dinners afterwards. Like we really consider ourselves a family, and that is that reason. Like that project, you know, uh, stands out. Stands out. Yeah, stands out above the crowd. Even if you get a <laughs> shout out loud, you know. Yeah, nice segue. That and that that's a that's one of my favorite projects because bam, it's still a it's still a thing. It's still a it's still a like people love it so much. Uh, there's so many different reasons, you know, can't sure. single out this one. Oh, I, I get, I mean, we were looking through your work and we're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. There's so many, <laughs> so many great things. Is, I don't know if you can even say anything, but is there any hope of you making an appearance in Hocus Pocus 2? Um, I could tell you, honestly, I have no idea. No one's yeah. called me. No one has said yeah. anything. Uh, it, it, and, uh, I would not be, I mean, I would be surprised. Uh, kind of because I don't see how they could what bring would justifiably back. bring oh, God, yeah. brings back and and honestly I mean like I mean I'd be flattered and all but I mean the 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 gals that they're that's the hook for me like if I want to see yeah. another movie I, would, I just want to see more of them really I mean if they asked me to do it absolutely I would love to do it but uh, no one is no one's called Marsden yeah uh, <laughs> I have not gotten that that email yet because it, it is confirmed, right? That they are, they did confirm that they're making a second one officially. I mean, I'm only yeah. reading what you're reading. And, uh, and uh, that's why I always wonder. According yeah. According to the, Deadline Hollywood last year, I mean, they have greenlit the project. It's being, it's being written or it has been written. I have no idea if it's under the camera or, or, or what's going on at the moment. Yeah. Well, this I is think, the time for reboot. So <laughs> I'm really sure is. it is. Yeah. 
We'll see. We'll see. I hope it has the same magic that that the first one had, you know? Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you have anything else that you're working on right now or that's going to be coming out? I have, you know, it's all NDA stuff that I can't talk about. I just, uh, I I did a, a, let's see if I could say this without getting in trouble. I did a, a like straight to like a VOD animated DC movie. Okay. One of those, one of those. Okay. Um, I did a couple of video games uh, and I, I'm producing a show uh, called the Mars Variety Show. And that's, oh, nice. uh, that's currently on YouTube or you can go to themarsvarietyshow.com. And it's like, uh, it's like a, inspired by the classic variety shows of the 60s and 70s. And I'm like the Dean Martin, I host it. And it's designed to showcase the independent musician and comedian here in Nashville and beyond, but mostly uh, to, for me to show off like the, the, the amazing talent that's here in, in Nashville. So uh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm doing that. I'm going to do a third season probably this summer. I'm waiting for vaccines to be saturated yeah. so I get people together. The first two seasons are like selfie performances, but this time I want to do it right. I want to do it under in a studio and do it right. That's so, so cool. Yeah. That sounds great. We'll definitely leave a link to that so that our please. listeners can check it out. That sounds yeah, amazing. Please, please. please make yeah. sure you subscribe, hit the subscribe button, <laughs> yes. hit the like button. You know how it goes. The kids know. They yeah. know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thank you guys. Let me know when you when you drop this and I'll I'll share all the things. Thank, thank you, you so much, Jason. It's so nice to meet much you. Nice to meet you too. Bye-bye. Right, bye. bye. Could anybody tell? Did anybody <laughs> feel like David was losing it at any point? Because <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't hear it, but I saw it. But you made thank, it through. Thank God this isn't a video podcast, you know. I mean, maybe one day we'll release the footage of, I, I almost want to watch it back. Because you can, I'm not kidding. You can see when you're staring off into space. Oh, but anyway, you guys, how amazing was Mars? Oh my God. I still can't believe we talked, like- Whenever he would slip in and out of the Max goof voice. Oh my gosh. I equally heard Max and Banks. Even though as Banks, he has an accent. Thackeray. Thackeray. <laughs> Emily, I still heard it. Oh my gosh. It, it's so fun when we get the chance to chat with people that do voiceover. Because, mm-hmm. of course, when you see someone on screen, you have the whole picture. But when you're only used to hearing their voice, then you see the voice coming out of that big mm-hmm. person's mouth. It is so trippy, but it's it like, is so cool. It's like, was it Tom Hanks that was on Ellen and they did the, where she was Nemo and he was uh, from Toy Story? They did like the Pixar. Yes, yes. And even then, obviously everyone knows what, who Tom Hanks is. But it still blows your mind because mm-hmm. you're just then you're just picturing the character. Yeah, it's but so it's fun. Them. It's so fun. Jason, we cannot thank you enough for coming on and chatting with us. It was so amazing. We loved chatting with him. And make sure everyone goes and gives him a follow. He is at Jason Marsden on Instagram. And you guys, he also mentioned it in the episode. But make sure you check out the Mars Variety Show. His link tree is in his bio. The link is right there. I already checked some of them out. They are so good and so funny. If you open the link, it just opens right to a bunch of videos. We're gonna we're gonna tag him on Instagram. Go there. He's also the same handle, uh, Jason Marsden, on Twitter as well. His link tree is there. If maybe you're a Twitter person instead of Instagram, you can find him that way. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe we'll be able to chat with him again around Halloween, and we can uh, have him do something as Banks. 
Oh happy. my God, my mind is blown thinking about it. I still can't believe, like, we said this whenever we had Emily from Halloween Town on. Like, there's just certain movies that when we started this two years ago, like, we we did full episodes just the two of us chatting about it and now to like look back and realize that now we've sat with w- one of the main actors actresses from these things it blows my mind oh it it really does it's it's the best it's why we do this it's the best and we're <laughs> ta- best, and we and love to take you back, take to, the you back to the best <laughs> no. go give them a follow while you're on there you might as well just hop on over to us give us a follow we are on Instagram and Twitter at BTTB Podcast. We're Facebook and TikTok at Back to the Best. And our website is BTTBpodcast.com. Yes, go check us out. Send us some love. And we're going to send the love right back to you. We're we full love, of love. We love we love. love. It's April, the month of love. The month, <laughs> the month of love. We're spreading the love. And we love you guys. And we're going to keep spreading that love next week. <laughs> Yeah, we will. We're never going to stop. <laughs> where, where are you? When? Where? Where who? Me? Just join us next week. Just come back. Where we are going to keep taking you. Back to the best. I promise David's health is fine. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> We're Sorry fine. for the scare, everybody. I'm drinking so much water. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye. Bye.